Hola chicos, I'm Mel. Hey everyone, I'm Rob. And we are So Where Next. Uh, so Rob, how's things going? How's your travels? <laughs> things are good. Um, travels, well, uh, I remember in uh, an earlier podcast I said that in October I was meant to be going to Spain, um, to Sevilla, uh, Malaga and, um, and Córdoba. Uh, my friend always mocks me for the way I say Córdoba. Why? How are you meant to say Córdoba? My friend's meant to be like Córdoba. And I'm like... Cordoba. Do you have to say it with more passion? I mean, Córdoba. Uh, maybe not more passion. But... Maybe that sounded Italian. Uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, uh, my October travels have been put on hold because I've had some issues with my hand. Oh no. Um, but I'll still get to Spain at some point. I mean, that was a pretty good... It's not a good story for you, but tell us the story about your thumb. <laughs> um, so, back in the beginning of summer... Uh, I was playing in a charity football tournament for my company. Not my company, but the company that I work for. Um, and it was a five-a-side tournament. We were, I don't know, I don't remember what the score was, but it was a, on a counter-attack. I was running fast and I was like, yeah, this is my moment. You're just about to score. Just You're going to bend score. it like I could Beckham. see the headlines and then someone took me out uh, whilst I was uh, mid-shot. This is a charity game, mind you. Yeah, it's a charity game. Yeah, it took me out. <laughs> I took you out. I scored, by the way. But hey. um, I landed awkwardly on my thumb and I broke a bone and ruptured a ligament. Um, and uh, I had to have an operation and I've got metal in my hand. Uh, and so, yeah, I've just been having hand therapy and, and now I've got laser treatments, which is why my October travels got delayed. Yeah, and you haven't been able to be writing, yeah. typing on the phone's been difficult. It's yeah, just... yeah. And like you just realize how many things are inaccessible. So like opening a little butter or doing up a shirt butter and all those things are just super tricky. Uh, I had a plaster cast for a bit and I had like a plastic cast and yeah. Not to mention traveling as well. That must yeah, have yeah, been yeah. so hard packing suitcases and whatever yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Very tricky. Very mm. tricky. Definitely a different experience. So like in all the photos that I've taken, I'm always like one hand behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's been my life. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I recently went to Turkey um, in Istanbul. I had a wedding wedding there, which you would see on the photos of Instagram. Um, so went to Istanbul for a couple of days. Um, first time there. Really, really lovely city. It's really nice how the old meets the new. So it's still very much a very conservative culture and they've really stuck to their their beliefs. And, you know, it's very much not that you're going back in time, but I think they've really held on to their, their culture strongly, but also embraced the new modern era as well, which is quite nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Istanbul, we went to a little island called Bojgada, um, and that was for the wedding. Massive, massive trek to get to Bojgada. <laughs> Basically, from Istanbul, you have to fly for about half hour, 45 minutes to Edremit, from Edremit, you've got to drive two hours to get to the coast. Once you get to the coast, you get a ferry for 30 minutes to oh get gosh. to this little island. Um, but totally worth it. And we'll definitely do another podcast soon about, about weddings and Turkey. But to say, I would really highly recommend going to Turkey around this time of year. So September, October. Weather is amazing. Um, you know, the water's great. The food's incredible. It's just yeah, perfect time to go. Um, and then next week we're off to Barcelona. Really excited for Barcelona. Um, I mean, you say we, I'm, I'm not going. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Me and some friends. <laughs> so we'll be off to Barcelona. So this is what this episode's all about because um, Rob and I have both been to Barcelona quite a few times. Uh, so we thought we'd share our tips 
and all the great places to go. Um, what else? Talk about some of the, the history of the city as well. Yeah, sounds good. Um, yep. Disclaimer, I've only been once, but you've been multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> you've got stronger links on ties than I do, but yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, So, but you've only <clears> been <throat> once, but you spent a solid, what, week and a bit there, didn't you? Yeah, solid week. Uh, I loved it. It was summer peak season, so obviously the beaches were like super packed. Everything was super busy, but definitely worth it. Um, the weather was... I want to say mid-30s. Oof, nice. Um, but it was just like, I don't even know, was it like that dry heat? It was just, ugh. But then the... Was it too much? Yeah, because London is, I, I don't know. I mean, this year has been slightly different, but London is normally in the summer, maybe like 27, 28, pushing 30 maybe. But there was just 33 degrees and felt hotter. Mm. Uh, and this was at a point when I couldn't get my hand wet. So... I was at the beach just sweating on the, sweating on the, sweating on the sand and um, I wanted to go in the sea and like had to be like one hand raised up. I'm in the sea. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. lifesavers probably thought you were calling for help. I'm drowning. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was fun. It, it was fun. Uh, loads of different places to go, uh, which I guess we can talk about. Yeah, great. So when you're in Barcelona, firstly, we mentioned the beach. Yes. Tell me a little bit about the beach. Which beach did you go to? Was it the one right in the city, in the centre, where you've got, like, the W Hotel to the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Barceloneta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a there's a metro station, which you think is close to the beach, but in all honesty, it's not. It's, like, 50 minutes walk. Oof, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't, sound, like, doesn't sound far, but, yeah, in 30-degree heat, you don't want to be walking that distance. Um, and on the way there, there were all these guys that are selling like shoes and all kinds of weird stuff. Oh and, yeah, the Nikes and the Adidas, yeah, but they're all spelt wrong. Yeah, it's like, we fair. It's like guys, oh come on, just buy this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so the beach is long. Um, I don't know. It's, I think it stresses really like a mile, maybe more than that. Uh, and yeah, but it's just full of tourists. Well, when I was there, I was full of tourists. And I know we've definitely mentioned this on a previous podcast where we talked about all the guys that are walking around with, like, mojitos and... Mojitos! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're walking around with um, beach mats as well. Um, Eight euros here. It's just like, no, please. We've got a mat. Like, we're lying down on the beach. We don't need another one. Uh, but... Yeah, I love the beach. It was nice. Yeah, do you know, as an Australian though, that really bugs me. Growing up near Sydney, I I was very blessed with growing up uh, on really quiet beaches. Yeah. So for me, going to the beach is that's my downtime. That's like my meditation. That's my do not disturb yeah. time, and just laying on the beach and not being interrupted, and then enjoying the sun rays, and then going to the water and not being bothered is my my idea of bliss. So going to like a touristic beach, it just it kind of gets me off guard I'm like leave me alone I'm at the yeah, beach yeah. why are you bugging me I'm laying in the sand <laughs> and I guess another thing that we heard which I just remember now is that um you get loads of I don't know promoters rec- recruiters or uh I don't even know like party planners ah uh, yeah that come up to that come up to people and say oh we've got this party going on you know it's one and uh, you pay this amount you get free drinks and blah 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 and they just heard them going around to different groups of people um so you often hear that around a lot did you go to a party we did, but we didn't go with the promoters. Ah. No. <laughs> Fiesta! Fiesta. And yeah, also along the beachfront, there are a bunch of different clubs and bars. Um, there's this one that I used to see in like, loads of videos on Instagram and stuff called, I think it's Shoko, which is like a Japanese um, bar. And it's like a bar during the day, a restaurant during the day, and like a club at night. It was super weird. <laughs> um, but that looked cool. We never actually went into there. Uh, there's also Opium. There are a bunch of other like clubs along the beachfront. 
which of course probably cheaper than London. Um, everything's cheaper than London. Everything's cheaper. Like three euros to get in, and you get a free shot. Whereas like here, Amazing. it's like fifteen pounds to get in, and you get nothing. And you get like five pounds <laughs> for a shot. You, you get a stamp saying you got in. It's kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely cheaper. I think if you go up north, a bit further north, or even further south, just a little bit out of the city, I think the beaches are much more quieter and less touristic. Oh, now you told me. Oh, thanks. Yeah, now I'll tell you. A little bit too late. Sorry. So I think if, you know, when you go to Barcelona, if you go in peak tourist season, if you want all the hustle and bustle and all the tourist stuff, then absolutely go there. If you want a mojito on the beach and you want some guy giving it to you, like, that sounds perfect. Yeah. Like, go to the main beaches. But if you want, you know, a bit more quiet time, maybe just... Head a little bit outside of the city, you know, it doesn't have to take too long, maybe 20 minute, 30 minute drive out of the city. Um, and the beaches are much more chilled and there's of course restaurants and bars and all the rest, but it's just much more, much more relaxed. Yeah, I think so. Um, they also had like um, surf shops there as well, where you can hire a board for like an hour and it was like 15 euros or something ridiculous. But, but there's the, no waves in the Mediterranean Ocean. I mean, there were no waves there, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there must be because they have a surf shop, so there must be just not at that time that we went. Really? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I've never seen waves in Barcelona. <laughs> waves that you can surf on, yeah. I mean, I mean maybe they had... they're getting you on that one. Be careful. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I mean, there were paddleboarders. And oh, I see. Yeah. I, I remember one evening I was sat with some people that I met whilst in Barcelona. Um, and we just sat on the, I don't know if you've seen it, but like the beach it's kind of like curved in a way mm. and you've got these rocks that sort of stick out into the ocean and I remember being sat there and just watching the sun go down it was super nice super chilled and like the people can't get you with like the cerveza agua they, they don't come that far um, and we're just watching the waves go down watching the sun go down and just watching these like paddle waters and I think these two guys were on a date these two people were on a date and the girl was like really she was super good and then the guy I think maybe he took her out um, and he was struggling and the waves were like so me. calm and it's like mate no <laughs> and one stage almost fell in and everyone along the rocks were like <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know that was fun um, have you so, ever gone paddle boarding? yeah 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 are you any really good? yeah well any good? I think so I mean I can balance I haven't fallen in on my like by myself uh, first time we went was in Portugal mm-hmm. um, we had this super cool guy from South Africa he was there uh, taking us out along the coastline best way to explore the coastline uh, and then I my friend bought one bought a paddleboard so we went in Southampton and then we went again in Greece and yeah amazing been a few times. definitely worth it it's like up and coming oh I love a good paddleboard yeah yeah except I um I thought it was a good idea to try doing yoga on a paddleboard I was about to say like people do that Oh, yeah, it's totally not a good idea. It's really hard. <laughs> to the point that I kept falling off and I've really badly damaged my knee because oh, of no. it. Yeah. Wow. So be very careful if you want to do yoga on a paddleboard. Downward dog is not easy on an <laughs> uneven surface. I think you can do that here, by the way. In, uh, can oh, you? In, um, I think I've seen something in Camden where you can do it. Down the canal? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more scary, falling into that canal. Yeah. I, no, I do not no, want to be in that water. No. That's good motivation then. <laughs> That's true, don't fall, don't fall. <laughs> so um, what else have you done whilst being in Barcelona since you're the um, seasoned vet? Seasoned vet. <laughs> um, so one of my favourite things to do in Barcelona, apart from um, just sitting in any of the squares and just getting a coffee or getting a wine and just eating food and just watching the world go by, is going to La Sagrada Familia. Did I say that right? No, you didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So basically, it's the big old cathedral right in the centre of Barcelona. Um, yes. It's um, it was designed by Antoni Gaudi, who is a famous um, 
Barcelona uh, Catalan architect. Um, and he's really well known for his, his pieces are quite beautiful because they're quite bright and quite vibrant. He's very inspired by his life and he's uh, inspired by like, you know, the seasons and nature. Um, so now the Sagrada Familia is very famous because it's been 131 years in the making. Um, it is a massive, massive cathedral and it's still not finished. Um, unfortunately Gaudi passed away before he could see it completed, which is such a shame, but they're still building it to this day um and yeah as i said 131 years in the making they're expected to finish it in 2026 my gut feeling says they're not going to finish it in 2026 i mean they've made a lot of progress every time i go see the the cathedral it's got bigger and bigger but i feel like at 2026 then i'm like you know what let's make it bigger (laughs) yeah it's not big enough yet (laughs) So I'm, I'm putting money on it. I'll give you 10 euros, I think, that they're going to keep building and make it even higher. Put another spire up there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 2026, it's so far away, but that is a long time to get something finished. I mean, 131 years already, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's another eight? You know? <laughs> what's another eight years? What's another 50? <laughs> I mean, like a brief history about it. Um, it was initially... Uh, visualized by um, Josette Buckabeer, who was, um, I, th- I think he was a writer, um, or used to own a bookstore or something like that. And uh, at, at a time when religion wasn't so prevalent in Barcelona, um, <clears throat> he wrote this controversial article, uh, or maybe like a fundamentalist article about why people should lead a more religious lifestyle and so on. And basically all the money that he generated from the article or the book, he used to build the church, build the La Sagrada Familia, but he dedicated it to the sacred family, so that's the grand family, so like Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. Um, and apparently legend has it that, I mean, initially there was another architect on the project, um, but legend has it that one day he woke up and like had a dream about some man and this man was Gaudi who he saw the next day. Uh, and then that's how Gaudi managed to go onto the project. Oh, wow. This young, inexperienced architect. Wow. And I mean, his work, Gaudi's work is incredible. It's stunning. You... So you've been inside. I haven't, but you've been inside. Yeah, so... Quick tip about going to see inside. It's absolutely stunning. Um, well worth going inside because, as I mentioned, Gaudi is very inspired by the seasons. Yeah. So some of the lights, there's beautiful stained glass windows. And on one side, they're all really warm colors, reds, oranges. It's really beautiful. Um, and the lights come through. It's the most spectacular thing I've ever seen. But then on the other side, it's very cool colors. There's some blues, some greens, some yellows. It's absolutely stunning. So it's a really nice contrast of the lights uh, peering into the church, uh, the cathedral. Um, but if you do want to go, I highly recommend going onto the website. We'll put it in the show notes, but just basically Google La Sagrada Familia um, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Buy the tickets early, otherwise you're going to be lining up all day or you might miss out. Yeah. Um, I think tickets are super cheap as well. I'm not, I can't remember spending too much I, money on it. I don't think they were, yeah, I don't think they were too expensive. And I remember you telling me that to book some tickets in mm. advance and my friend also told me that to do, to do that before. And you didn't, um, did you? And we didn't. And <laughs> we got there and we thought, oh, okay, we, can, we were at the front of the queue and they were like, yeah, we've got no more tickets. And so we missed out. So yeah, definitely book your tickets in advance because it would have been really nice to to see the inside of the lesser girl family next time you're going in a few months time um but so gaudi his work is all over um barcelona well all over spain but mainly in barcelona as well um and there's some really nice houses that you've been to um i've seen yeah yeah on the outside um casa mila is one of them and the other one is casa 
Bataille, I think, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, probably not, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, his work is just stunning. It's got loads of these mosaic tiles um, and yeah, the colors and just, the art. it's just, they're really beautiful pieces. Um, even if you don't go inside some of these places, like Les Sagrada Familia or the two houses I've just mentioned, even just going to view them from the outside. It's incredible. It is incredible. It does definitely take your breath away. Yeah, definitely. And um, that's not the only thing that he's been involved in. He's also done Parkwell. Oh, uh, yes. I've not been to this yet. No, Tell me about the park. You should definitely go. So, Parque? <laughs> you should definitely go because there are, there's a free side of the park which you can go to and you don't have to get tickets for. But the real meat of it, which you probably see in like Instagram or so on or other um, travel websites and so on, um, is the um, monumental zone, I think. Um, and so that's where you've got the... Oh, I can't remember what the name of it is. But there's this really nice view, um, and you can see all these mosaic tiles. Uh, oh, I know the one you're talking about. It's like, they almost like the mosaic tiles kind of look like waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got the two houses in the background, and mm. you can see, like, over the city of Barcelona and the, the ocean in the distance. Um, that's amazing. That Yeah, you really have to go. And that's another thing that you should book tickets in advance beforehand, because you don't want to turn up and just be queuing for hours in the searing heat. It's just not worth it. <laughs> um, but I think you can... I don't know if this is true, but I think you can get to the park for free um, at 7am and access all zones, but I'm not entirely sure about that. I mean, worth go. If not, just go to the website, keep yourself safe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you can spend, you can definitely spend hours in there. And there are some really cool vantage points where you can see the city and just things that are around and you can spot all the different sites that Gaudi's designed. So yeah, from the park, you can see La Sagrada Familia. Um, You can see, uh, there's like a couple of gardens that overlook um, Barcelona as well. So yeah, definitely worth it. I do love it. I just really, really love Gaudi's work. And yeah. it's just, it's so inspired by nature and it's just so pretty and bright and the mosaic. I just, I love everything about it. He unfortunately had a bit of a sad ending, didn't he? He um, got run over by a tram in yeah. Barcelona, unfortunately. He didn't, he didn't which... look when he uh, crossed the, crossed the railway line. Gaudi. But to be fair, though, well, probably not for him because he was, you know, he grew up in Barcelona. But for tourists, it's actually quite tricky to cross the road. I know it seems like a really basic <laughs> thing. But the amount of times I've almost been run over by a car because I look the other way. Because yeah. obviously in Australia and um and the UK, we drive on the what side of the road do we drive oh, on? Gosh, no, really? <laughs> <laughs> we drive on the different side to the Europeans. On the left, we drive on. The we left. drive on the left, and yeah. they drive on the right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't drive in London, so now I'm like going between like Europe. But and you London. drive in Australia. Well, you used to. Well, I used to, but that's been like years now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know where I am but these yeah, days. But yeah, I definitely understand what you mean. Like there have been times, uh, there were times in Barcelona or even in Portugal where I just looked the wrong way and then the car was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I don't want to die. No, 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 please. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Just being mindful of which way to look. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's how he, that's how he passed away, which is kind of sad. Poor But uh, But sorry, back on topic in terms of La Sagrada Familia. Um, the reason it's taken so long is because uh, there were a couple of um, fires that were started around the city of Barcelona. Were there? In protest? In protest. Um, but also some of the... they Some people tried to burn down La Sagrada Familia. And actually they succeeded in burning down like some of the things, um, including all the plans that Gaudi had designed ah. and so on, and all the drawings or whatever. Um, and I think some of the models that he put together in terms of the La Sagrada Familia. But the thing that Gaudi did work on, which I think is the crypt, the is the one thing that he actually worked on that didn't burn down. Which it's is, incredible, yeah, isn't it? Which I think Why did they burn it down? Were they just not happy with this giant cathedral in their city? I think so. I think that's part of it. I think there are also maybe some other sites that they tried to burn down as well, but I think Goodness. that was part of it. Yeah, wow. pretty bad. Pretty bad. 
Well, I'm glad that it's still standing incredibly tall in Barcelona. <laughs> and I'm glad, honestly, I highly recommend people go see it. Um, while you were in Barcelona, where else did you go? What else did you see? Um, what did you love? Oh, I really love the Gothic Quarter. Yes, tell yeah. me. Um, the reason why is because it reminded me of Brighton um, and the Brighton lanes. Brighton in, in, in the UK? In the UK, in England. Um, uh, it reminded me of the lanes, sort of these narrow streets that are filled with like quirky shops, restaurants, cafes. Um, maybe not as big as the lanes, but uh, uh, maybe the lanes were a bit smaller than um, the Gothic Quarter, but definitely it, it reminded me of that sort of feeling. Or maybe even like Harry Potter style, Diagon oh, Alley. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot going on there, even though they're like narrow streets and that's yeah, super cool. And I was there during the World Cup, so there were all these bars showing like the, the World Cup. And like this, I think I went the night that England were playing Colombia. And so there were like so many bars full of Colombians. And I was like, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything. Go England, what? Say <laughs> <laughs> so something like, yeah, England, run out the bar. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I loved it. You can uh, definitely find some really cool things around there. Like there was this one shop we went into and it was just filled. It's definitely like uh, a quick way to get diabetes because it was filled <laughs> with like ice cream and sweets. And it was just, oh my gosh, I felt like a kid in the candy store. I mean, I, I was. You were I, a kid I, in the candy store. I, I was a kid in the candy store. <laughs> Um, they had all these magical flavors and gingerbread men and just oh, it was cheap as well. So oh, I do love that. At the moment, and I preface this because Brexit next year is going to change everything. But at the moment, the pound is you know fairly strong against the euro. Like it's pretty okay. And plus, we're so used to London prices, so everything yeah. in Spain for us seems quite cheap. Yeah. So like you know you can get what a a beer for what how much a couple of euro and with mm. that you get free tappers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In London, you'd easily spend fifteen pound for that. It's, it's bad. It is bad. There was a there's one bar near Barcelona Beach. I don't remember the name of it. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, where Ronaldo, not mm. not Cristiano Ronaldo, but another Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, um, visited this bar and he's quite a famous football player at the time. Um, and it's kind of cool because I've been there too and they had like loads of different football players jerseys signed and so on and such a small like family owned um, tapas bar and it was like five euros you get five beers and five tapas. beers for five euros and one euro each yeah, for a beer and some tapas I mean it was just and tapas it was oh such a cool goodness. vibe it was nice it we'll was nice. just moved to Barcelona now <laughs> sorry London I'm out <laughs> gotta learn Catalan gotta learn Spanish <laughs> working on it working. I mean I remember the first night that we were there uh, we went to this bar, we went to one bar where you can write on the walls and stuff, which was really cool. And then you got free, um, I sound like an alcoholic, but they gave you like <laughs> free shots um, on the house. Uh, and then we went to some other restaurant because we were kind of hungry at this point. And um, <laughs> we walked in and everything was just in Catalan. And my friend just oh, looked at me yeah. like, hey, you speak Spanish, you got this. And I was like, it's different. It's not the same. This is not Spanish. And he came up and just explained everything in Catalan. And I was like, mm. No idea. I'm sorry. Nothing. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. We just, we'll <laughs> no, get the wine. <laughs> we'll get the wine and uh, we'll leave. <laughs> can you say wine in Catalan? No. <laughs> I can't speak anything in Catalan. I can either like, um, I don't know, good good day or like, well, I, I'm not even going to do that. You know, it's just, I have no idea. I can say thank you. In Catalan? Yeah, but maybe my accent is pretty bad. How do you say thank you? Gracias. Oh, I don't know, but I don't want to do it. I know how to spell it. I, is it like... Gracias por tot. Uh? Yeah, it's kind of, it's to me, it sounds like hybrid Spanish French. Yeah. But it is a different language. It's a completely different language. And yeah. um, I got reminded of that when I was there, that it, it's a different language. Like through and through, it's a different language. <laughs> but if you do go to Barcelona, I think just focus on learning some keywords in Spanish. Yeah. Don't worry if you can't speak Catalan yeah. because, I mean, 
that language is really hard. It is tricky. Um, and for the most part, I was okay. Yeah. And, like, people did speak to me in Spanish. And whenever we went to a restaurant and I was with friends, um, they were just handing me an English menu. And I was like, no, I want to practice. I want to practice my Spanish. <laughs> I want to practice my Spanish. And my friends were like, yeah, you speak Spanish. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what we should talk about is Go some on. key phrases, some really important key phrases oh, that gosh. you need in Spanish. Wow, you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> And what I mean is like obviously hello, how Hola. are you? Thank you. Estás? One beer, please. Una cerveza, por favor. Una cerveza, por favor. Muy bien. <laughs> Muy bien is very good. What else do you need when you're traveling? Um, I would like a wine, please. Oh, yeah. that was easy. <laughs> oh, okay. If it's Un, easy, God. Una vino, por favor. Wow. Una one vino wine, por favor, please. Very good. What else do you need to know? Like, what else? I guess what you need are the to know, key like, phrases you need in so different countries? So, we were sat at this um, bar outside, uh, at this restaurant, and someone came over and just started, like, just speaking at us in Spanish. Like, literally just at us mm. in Spanish. Mid-conversation as well. And my friend just looked at me like, what is happening right now? And I was like, she's literally just asking for directions. <laughs> 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 um, and I felt proud because I was just able to direct her, which we talked about on the last podcast. Well done. Um, where like speaking another language in another country actually helps and i was like yeah i felt like a like i was from the city i was like yeah if you just Check go this way keep walking down and blah blah, blah. It, was, it felt great <laughs> felt great so like directions left and right a la izquierda to the left a la derecha to the right i always forget that yeah a i mean a even even in english you forget left and right <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> um i at, think yeah. an important one would be i do not speak spanish no hablo espanol no hablo español. O hablo poco español. Yeah, and then I speak like, a little. Sí, sí, vale, vale. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a really good word. Vale. Yeah. V-A-L-E. Does it have an accent? Mm-mm. Just V-A-L-E. Vale. Yeah. It's like this word. I love this word because it just encompasses everything. Yeah. It's yes, okay, understood, yeah. let's go. Like, it just, it means... Let's do it. I don't know. I just, I love the word vale. It just encompasses everything. <laughs> I use a lot of messaging and a uh, big shout out to Laura. <laughs> She's like, you really know me say vale. <laughs> vale. It just means, okay, sure, understood. Yeah. <laughs> vale. It's the best word in the Spanish language. I mean, we need one in English language. Okay. Is it okay though? Yeah. Because it's, I think it's a bit more than Okay. Sure, maybe, maybe sure. Sure, nah. I think it's a bit more than that as well because it's along with agreeing with something, or it's sure you know, does agree with something. Yeah, but then you're also like, vale, as in yes, okay, I'm gonna go and do that task now. Or, wow, I love your interpretation of the way. <laughs> vale, um, I completely understand. Yeah, we're gonna progress it. I don't know. Vale just means so much in Spanish. <laughs> I love it. You can use it for anything. I guess some other keywords that you might need. I, I don't know. I know we're kind of off topic, but la cuenta, por favor, the bill, please. Yes, la cuenta. Um, quanta cuesta? How much? Quanta cuesta? Same. Yes. Um, adios, hasta luego. All those words, you know, like goodbye, see you later. Hasta luego. Do you know? I get really confused with hasta luego though, because I think they blur it all into one. That like they don't say hasta luego. It kind of like they flow all into one. Yeah, and I was like, what? What? What, what did you just say? Que? Que? Si que? What? <laughs> All right, so let's go through these key phrases. There's hola, hello. Sí. Um, adios, goodbye. Adios, yeah. Mm. Hasta luego. See you later. See you later. We'll see you soon. Um, la, maybe... La, la cuenta, por favor. Yeah. 
the Can I please have the bill, please? Yep. Uh, a good one would be buenos dias. <laughs> buenos dias. It's just a greeting. Like, good morning, good day. It's just, yeah, it's nice to know. And buenos noches, good night. Yeah. What else is there? What else did we mention? Ah, no hablo español. <laughs> I do not speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. I use that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> in England or in Spain? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely both. Um, what else? Oh, hablo poco español. I speak a little Spanish. Um, I think that's that, that's enough to get you by. Yeah. Or like, donde está? Where is? Where I is? I don't know. Donde está el metro? Was the was the tube? Yeah, that's a good one. Donde está? That's a really good one. And then of course, I would like a beer or a wine. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say I would like a. All you have to say is just one beer, please. Yeah. And that's not rude. No. Because I remember having problems with this in my Spanish class, and my Spanish teacher was like, "We just, we just get to it. We don't like fluff up anything. We just want a beer now." Yeah, I want a beer, please. <laughs> I like that about the Spanish people. Because in my head, I was translating as "me gustaría." I would like una cerveza, por favor. And people were like, "Who, gringo?" <laughs> you want a beer, okay? So, un giri, <laughs> un cerveza, por una, favor, sí. una. See, he always corrects my Spanish. Uh-huh. I mean, this that's... is why I don't. I should do my homework more often. <laughs> <laughs> when we get it wrong, our teacher used to always do that. <laughs> she still does that. So she, she still mean. <laughs> Rob, can you read this? Sure. Yo hablo español un poco. En serio. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, those are some those are some words that will get you by. I mean, we can put some more in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe write a blog about it. Maybe you can write the blog in Spanish. Ooh. Stop it. Ooh. I haven't done my homework for this week. I'm not going to write a blog in Spanish. <laughs> but you're going to Barcelona. So you should be able... You should get to it. Also, you want to live in Spain soon, so... That is true. I mean, sorry, Mum, I haven't talked to you about that yet. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, so where else have you been? Um... um in, in Barcelona. So I've not that you recommend or... I've not been to Mount Surat yet. Oh. But let's talk about it because yeah. it's this stunning mountain face. And if you look at it side on, it actually looks like a lady laying down facing so up. So you told me this and I still can't see it. Do you not see it? I, I maybe I'm just looking at the wrong side of it or maybe, maybe like, my the other way. Just, yeah. <laughs> to the left or to the right. <laughs> Which way? <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I've been to Montserrat and uh it, it's not actually in Barcelona it's two hours outside of Barcelona but you can get there by train and I remember one mistake that I made was that um, you obviously need to buy a ticket for the train and so I was using this metro card where you get 10 trips and I thought I could use the same one on that train and I was in the station just searching for this metro card for the next train because it was a different line I guess and I couldn't find it it took like 20 minutes and I was like the train's leaving like I need to get this ticket so I just followed the signs to for where the train was going to be I was like ah they're the machines <laughs> if only someone had said that in English <laughs> <laughs> but it was good because it made me like think and ask for help and so on and it, um, it was it was really good it was really good I was thinking about how to say excuse me and I was thinking French excuse me <laughs> but it was like perdona 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 um, but yeah Montserrat is really good it's really nice it's uh, really stunning it's if you just want to get out of the city, it's definitely worth it because, yes, it might take two hours to get there, but uh, once you get to one of the stations, I can't remember the name. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in That's the show our solution notes. to everything. That's our solution. <laughs> vale. Vale. Um, there's one station where you can either take the cable car up the mountain or you can stay on the train for another stop to the end of the line and take the train up the mountain. Um, so my ticket was actually for the cable car, which I really wanted to do, but 
I just, I just missed the, I missed the stop. <laughs> and I was so mad. Uh, but fortunately enough, the staff was super friendly and they allowed me just to stay on the train to go up the mountain. But it was nice when you get up there, there there's a monastery, um, which is literally as soon as you come out of the station and then you just look up and there's just this mountain. You're like, oh my God. Is this the monastery where it's still like a, an operational monastery and this is where they um, have the most beautiful young children singing it's they, um, I think it's really well known for um, the talent of their students when it comes to their, their voices and the singing. And they I do so. they do amazing concerts every year. And I, I, again, the name of it escapes me, but apparently it's, you know, definitely worth seeing and listening to, to the students singing as well. I think so. I didn't get the opportunity um, when I was there, but uh, I mean, living in London, the air is all like toxic and just thick and polluted. polluted. You and don't when... notice it until you leave and go to yeah. a mountain. You're like, oh my goodness, this is what air is like. Fresh air. Let me put it in a bottle. Let me take it home. What is this place cleanliness? <laughs> For Brie. <laughs> it was just amazing. Um, so yeah, there, when you get there, there's obviously the monastery, which is right by the station. But um, there are different routes that you can take up the mountain. There are different paths and some will take uh, a bit longer than others. And depending on how much time you have, I did this alone because... Um, my friends already come back to London by that point um, and also I just thought it would be nice just to just get away from everyone and everything and I just enjoy it for for myself and I'm glad that I did it because I met some people like whilst walking around on the route um, I took one route and it took me up the mountain and uh, you don't see anyone for a while maybe maybe 10 minutes maybe half an hour maybe 45 minutes the one person that I did see was was uh, a yogi love it <laughs> just it was such in it was in such an obscure place as well. He was just to the right hand side, like in between some trees, in front of some bushes, just ch- chilling up this mountain and just enjoying this incredible view and just lost in his own thoughts. Um, I didn't want to disturb him because he was just yeah in another in another place. But you meet all kinds of people: runners, walkers, children. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds perfect. It is. Um, it is. When I went, it was hotter than uh, in Barcelona. Like, Barcelona was like 34, maybe 33. There it was like 36, 37. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty warm and pretty hot. So I went during the middle of the day. Probably not the best time to go hiking. If you do, obviously take a bottle of water. Make sure your phone's charged if you're on into any Wear trouble. Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. Um, but yeah, the walks were definitely really nice. You've got a lovely view um, of the surrounding neighborhood. And you can see quite far into the distance as well. So... Definitely so recommend it. When would you recommend the best time to do the walk? Like afternoon for the sunset, sunrise? Um, I would, I'd love to say for the sunset, but you have to just be careful that you don't miss the last train back. Ah. Um, because I think, A, that's probably a long walk down. <laughs> probably dangerous <laughs> as well. Um, but if you, I'd say maybe in the morning because you can watch the sunrise and it's still pretty fresh. It just depends on the times of the trains, to be fair. Keep an eye out for the timetable. Yeah, keep an eye out for the timetable. If you get caught up there whilst it's raining, then yeah, that's quite sad as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bring an umbrella. Bring an umbrella. Um, what else? Where are the places? Where are the places? Hermas. What else? Um, oh, so I went to this probably like cafe which is known for its brunch called Citizen Cafe, um, and <laughs> when you go there, everyone's everyone's taking photos of the food because it just is well presented and i is remember this like an instagram cafe pretty much yeah i think they have a location pretty much um so i remember sat down uh having brunch by myself i'm not afraid to do that uh and to my left there was like a, a couple from uh i think the lady was from canada and the, the man was from 
I don't know, Argentina, something like that. Maybe the US, I don't I can't remember. Uh, and they were obviously travel bloggers as well and got talking to them. And so they ordered this food. <laughs> I kid you not, she brought out this like DSLR, this digital <laughs> camera. And uh, literally 15, 20 minutes were just like snapping photos. Oh this guy brought out his laptop. They were editing the photos in Lightroom. I'm thinking, guys, like your food's getting cold. What are you doing? Eat your meals. Just take one photo on your iPhone or whatever and just share it but well, these guys you're, were... you're, you're revealing our secrets here <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> we're not that fancy we don't have those big fancy cameras we enjoy our meal as soon as it comes out <laughs> yeah I was just not that it's not that there's anything wrong with it I just thought that I mean you want to enjoy the food whilst it's warm yeah. uh, and for them of course it, they were about sharing their content which is fair enough it's just I was, it was just so funny that she brought this camera <laughs> and then he brought out his laptop and she was like babe can you just edit this and and yeah, he was just like all the color sliders and I was just so surprised and uh yeah they were like yeah share on Instagram and yeah come on guys and, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but, I feel like we're giving a false representation of what travel blogging looks like for <laughs> us <laughs> I mean yeah on the face of it you see all the like yeah hey guys we're here in this new, new location but there's all the as we talked about in one of the last episodes like missed flights or like mm. someone loses your bag loses your bags oh, or stress um yeah there's a lot that goes into it there is. Early morning flights. Yeah. Early, yeah, the 6am, the red eye flight. Oof. But I mean, we take most of our photos on our iPhones. Yeah, I, yeah. that's enough for me. For now. For now. For now, it's Maybe enough for me. Maybe when we're super rich and wealthy and get paid <laughs> to travel the world. Then maybe, <laughs> maybe, 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 I might use a DSL camera. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's some other places in Barcelona. I don't know how long this podcast episode is, but... Let's have a look. Time check. <laughs> it's just because we love Barcelona so we much. Love it so much. And I mean... Oof, well, we're almost up to 40 minutes. Oh my God. This is, okay, this is quite a long episode. So, so this maybe... is why we love Barcelona too much. But share. Share anyway. Okay, okay, okay. So there's obviously um, a similar Arc de Triomphe, but in Barcelona. Uh, and it seems like most European countries have one. Do you know what? I just... I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's all about the history, but... There's something egotistical about going to conquer another country, returning and be like, I want an arc to mark my triumph. <laughs> In every European country, there's an arc to mark someone's triumph over conquering someone else. <laughs> I mean, it's really pretty. I'm not going to lie. And... But okay, let's talk about Barcelona's arc. <laughs> it's really pretty. It's red bricked. Um, How pretty. Uh, you go through it and you walk all the way towards uh, a park. I think it's called uh, Park. Ciutadella oh. Park. And um, that's a really lovely park as well. Nice, pretty, beautiful colours. Um, not overrun by like tourists or anything. Um but yeah, it's it is a nice park. Did you feel triumphant? Walking through the arch, I was like, yes, it's amazing. I I have crossed. I've made it. I'm I here. have marched through this arch. <laughs> I am triumphant, people. <laughs> I'm here, landed. <laughs> um, and one other thing, I guess two two more things. One is Las Ramblas. Oh yes, yes, um, the main strip. But be super careful there because it is a a pickpocketer's um hotspot. Yeah. To say that though, I wouldn't be you know obviously go and enjoy it it's just more be more cautious than you would be exactly like you don't have to like have a lock on your handbag or whatever it might be it's just be a little bit more mindful just be careful put your bag towards your front of your body not the back of your body don't have your phones in your back pockets or anything yeah like like your wallet or your purse whatever don't yeah just yeah if you don't want anything nick just be mindful just be mindful but don't be alarmed yeah um, I love it when you go, even in London, actually, people will always like, wear your bags on your front. No problem with that. 
But then they like blend in, act like an, uh, a local, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna wear my bag on the front like every other local. And it's like, no, you're Spot definitely a tourist. Spot the tourist. <laughs> Spot the tourist. Like, bag, 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 bag on the front. <laughs> tourist. As soon as I see them, I'm like, where are you from? Where are you traveling from? <laughs> they all got the same color bag as well. And they got oh, the flag I and they're know. walking around. It's so cute. <laughs> Super cute. I wonder if we look like that when we're tourists. No, because I don't wear my bag on my front. Yeah, I don't want to stick. No, I don't. But I probably that. stick out, you know. I mean, yeah, I probably stick out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably like snapping away or doing something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just trying to enjoy it. Um, the Lorimbas. Why do we love it? Apart from like the shopping is amazing. The street, there's little cute market stores. Yeah, there's always something going on. Always. Yeah. Street food. Street food performers. It's just very festive, isn't it? I do yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I do remember. Back to the Gothic Quarter, um, near one of the churches, there was this uh, opera singer, and we heard her like walking through. So we'd walk through, and there was this guy playing the guitar, and he'd drawn a crowd, and it was like, nah, 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 nah. it was amazing. And then as walking through, you hear this like lady going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she sounded like. Definitely much better than that, obviously. <laughs> I mean, uh, and we walked towards, and she's got all these people watching, and she's just amazing, just belting out all these no's. And I'm just thinking, wow, you're just stunning. Um, and she sung quite a few songs so there for like at least half an hour just singing wow. and then you've got other people throwing up these light things and almost look like drones and they come flying down and yeah it's yeah Barcelona is, is pretty nice it's, I mean probably one of my favourite destinations in Europe I think so I'm slightly biased because my boyfriend's from Barcelona and his yeah. family are absolutely amazing so I get to see like the, the local version of Barcelona very good but in summary Barcelona city Great nightlife, incredible beaches, and the best food. Yeah. And some great culture and history. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Got a few arcs there. You know, yeah, it's got, a, got a few arcs. Got a few arcs. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get by with the language, I'm sure you'll be okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. If you've liked the um, the show, let us know. Or if you have any other questions about Barcelona, let us know as well. Um, love to hear your thoughts. And again, check us out on our website. And our Instagram and our Facebook uh, at Sewer Next World and on our website at sewernext.life. See you there. See ya. Bye.